When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Playing With Squirrels Boy Meets World Fancast. Uh, this episode that we're discussing is episode 19, Kid Gloves, which was released on today, March 25th, 1994. Uh, and we are sitting with the cast of the Jersey Ghouls podcast, because I'm about to partake in their March Madness podcast series this Woo-hoo. month. So Madness. There's <laughs> never been a better time. Uh, in this particular episode, uh, we've got... Really, only one main storyline going on, which is that Corey gets a necklace with some gloves on it from his dad. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff with Scuba, and we're going to dive into it in just a second. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving. Um, so Corey and Sean are deciding to join the uh, Scuba Club, and they end up getting roped into it with Minkus and Topanga. And I say this every time he appears on season one, but Minkus is killing it in he this is. episode. He's oh my god! So funny in every line of delivery. I, I I say it every time. Of all of the men on this show, Minkus is the one I I take to bed <laughs> every time. I'm sure the actor would be happy to hear that. Uh, and don't even get me started on him as mouth in One Tree Hill. Um, but yeah, no. First of all, I now know why Philly schools are broke, and it's because they had scuba diving as a fucking election. <laughs> That's my first note. So. Well, he has like one line where he they read off all the electives and he says something like, oh, I think I'm going to either do debate club or this thing. Topanga says, I'm going to do scuba. And he says like, slap some, swap a wep suit on me. Like, Yeah, he's the pervious nerd I think I've <laughs> ever known. And I give him so, such bad props for that. Like, I, I'm just, he's I got wanna... more game than Corey or Sean. He than Topanga yeah, he, he really does. Yeah. Oh my God. He's, he's the one that at least has the balls to be like, hey, what's up? You my partner? <laughs> they can bully him all, the, all night long. He's taking home every girl. Yeah, like, yeah. that's a bomb line. Every girl? Yeah, that's why he disappeared after this season. He was busy getting that pussy. <laughs> he didn't have time for their <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, I, midway through this, not even midway, right as this episode started, as soon as the dad snuck into the bedroom, I was like, oh shit, I remember this one. And I would argue that this is probably the best season, the best episode of this season. Because season one's kind of rough, but I feel yeah. like this one's the best at like, it juggles the comedy that we always know from Boy Meets World and like the heartfelt drama that like that good episodes yeah. happen. Um, but like, so so his dad leaves a gift on his face, which is where we get a nice little hint to like the, the wacky Boy Meets World comedy right there where yeah. Eric keeps yelling at him. There's a gift on your face. We're a random megaphone. I love that he has a megaphone just for yelling at his brother. I wish I had one. What else yeah. do you do with a megaphone? I know. Uh, but Corey's super disappointed when he opens the gift and finds out that it is a necklace with what he keeps calling silver mittens. Well, to uh, be fair, his brother got a, a knife. Like, that's a badass <laughs> gift. He gets a fucking girly mitten necklace. He use it. He yeah. keeps it in the box. He's like, I look at it every once in a while. I know. I, mean, I think that's a really sweet moment. There's that moment where he's, like, talking about how it's not a big deal, but you can see he's, like, starting to polish it. And you're uh, like, oh, yeah, he does take true. care of this. Like, And these kids are so fucking wise beyond their years. For his <laughs> brother to be like, yo, even though this gift sucks, you gotta really appreciate it. Like, what? 
16 year old's gonna have that kind of foresight. Like, yeah. Give me a break. Yeah, I gotta cut your necklace in half. And yeah. Well, yeah. well, the other thing is, like, the dad should have, like, hit the the mom in this episode is like completely right. Where it's like, well, did you tell him anything about it? Like, yeah. Although, to be fair, the mom and the dad have the same haircut, is what I realized. So, I mean, I had a hard time telling them apart for a bit. Good thing in the beginning they made them very gender stereotypical. The, 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 like, in the intro, did you guys ever notice this? Is I, This is the first time I ever noticed it. The mom has, wait, what does she have? It's in my notes here. She gets a band-aid as her, like, thing to tell her name on, and the father gets a lawn. Like, how fucking stereotypical for well, their fucking this opening theme is horrendous. Oh, it's oh, so bad. Season this theme is really bad. And it's like a minute and 20 <laughs> seconds long it's so long it's painful. Um, but then we see morgan who is the other person i always rave about on here because she's like phoebe from monster squad level adorable throughout this oh entire shit show. jackie strongly disagrees oh, oh yeah no i think she's a pretty pointless okay. oh she's i'm not saying she's a good character i'm saying if you watch this Watch this, and then yeah. watch The Replacement Morgan. This is a way... Oh, see, and I have another note about that, about how I always, like, did they need, like, is it a demographic thing? Like, why, what's the point of the female character? Like, you've got the two boys. Like, it can be about the two boys. And then the, like, the youngest child is always aged weird. Because you go from one season when they're five, and then, like, season two... The replacement kids. Yeah, yeah. it's either going to be a different actor altogether, or suddenly, well, it's... Oh, generally when they do this, it's a different actor, but, like, suddenly they were five years old in season one, and now they're, like, nine. And that's, that's ever, always weird to do me. Do you remember how they explained that, though? Because it's one of my favorite Mm-mm. jokes. No. So they had this actress for the first two seasons. Then there was just no little sister for season three and four. <laughs> and then they brought in a new a new little girl for season five. And there's like a random episode where she curses and it's beeped. And they said, "Do you want to have? Do you want to be grounded again?" Because no, the last time was two years. <laughs> that's actually pretty funny. Like, there you go. Uh, and that's how they wrote her off the show for two years. Um, so we jump into the classrooms. Corey's getting ready for scuba class, and his seductive face when he derobes is so fucking funny. You got. <laughs> God, Nate, because we found something truly we deeply dark and disturbing. By the amount of hooting and hollering at these prepubescent oh. children. Oh, no, no. I have, I have some notes. There's some weird ladies wooing Sean as he takes off his shirt. Yeah. I yeah. mean, Sean was hot, but, like, but I was still. also 13, but so the, it was okay. The, the other one that I like is. Then when Topanga derobes, there's some whistling. But if you listen, there's one woman who very clearly goes, Oh, my! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I can't handle it. It was at that point, I was like, I'm not going to like this. Oh, it's so dirty. Oh, no. I also have a note, like, Sean's mocking Corey as he has the most 90s seashell necklace like I've ever fucking seen in my life. Fucking hookah necklace. He is in no position to be mocking Corey's fashion sense. Um... But then Corey ends up losing the necklace just as Alan decides to tell him the importance of the necklace, which is a pretty graphic story about his eyeball hanging out of his side. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> what the hell's going on in the Navy back in 1988? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but then they do, like, what is way too cool of a camera shot for Boy Meets World, where it's like, 
It's like the POV scuba scene, and it's so bizarre. They totally splurged their entire budget for the season with that. Like, and, and what the and, fuck is going on in that pool? Who was yeah. using that pool? There's like, there's like a Barbie doll that had yeah. a cinder block tied to it down there. It, and it that, was like in The Shining where you see the furries going at it. Like, I was waiting no, for that. No, that straight surreal. reminded me of Doom. Like, I felt like I was like watching somebody play Doom minus so the brick badass. walls. Uh, and there's that awesome shot where he like explains why he's there and Feeney yells at him for it getting his shoes best. wet and it pans down to just the soaking wet shoes. So that was great. pretty good. That was pretty good. Um, and then there's a the very touching parent moment, which always. is what these episodes are always built around. The necklace isn't important. You being okay is important. Whole crowd says all. Which um, I call bullshit on. As a parent, I can categorically say if my kid lost some fucking necklace that meant shit to me, oh, we'd be, I mean, grounding. At least grounding. See, maybe more. So... I mean, I'll t- I won't tell this one on the air, but I'll tell you a story off the air that my family, my brother and I have talked about this. My family is the Matthews. Aww. Like, they are 100% that super forgiving, yeah, like, ridiculously. So Feeney finds the necklace, and one person in the audience claps. He holds up the necklace, and it's silence, and then you just hear, like, <laughs> <laughs> nobody else cared. <laughs> I just thought that uh, maybe you'd want these. Mr. Feeney, I can't believe this. This is great. Thank you. <laughs> Everybody else went home. I was so angry. I, I wrote one two different times, once in all caps with an exclamation point and a question mark. Like, this should be... They're wooing these children taking off their clothes when they can't get excited. <laughs> They're, They're catcalling like, ah. 13-year-olds, bud. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, Feeney saves the day yet again. Yeah. Although yeah. Jackie, Jackie claims it's an inappropriate closeness he has with the Matthews <laughs> as a teacher. Well, no, the de- it absolutely is. No, <laughs> stop. he's like top five greatest teachers. Oh, on no, TV. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'm not I, just, I'm, yeah. But he there is, is definitely, there is definitely yeah. like a conflict of interest. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Like, like I don't trust his grading system when it comes to the There's a power kids. balance. Like, there's something wrong there. Yeah. I mean, is he going over to everyone else's house and like, <laughs> like finding their like lost yeah. and found? Bitch, you don't know Feeny's life. <laughs> don't know. But maybe I they should have made a show about him. <laughs> I do like that he is. You'd think that he'd go easy on Corey, but, like, in other episodes, it's very clear he's way harder on Corey than anybody else. Yeah. Uh, which, I don't know. I, I We talked about it on a previous episode, but I really like there's an episode where, like, Corey and another kid get the exact same grade, but he tells the one kid, very good job, and then tells Corey, not your best. And when Corey tries to, like, say that that's not fair, he's like, listen, that kid tries his hardest. Like... And it's like one of those things where it's like, that's what a good teacher does, though. Like, it's true. I do it all the yeah, time. Like a yeah. good teacher doesn't just look at a C minus and go, okay, well, this is bad. But it's like, okay, well, if this kid's usually failing or getting D's and he managed to pull out a C, C minus, like, he's putting in an effort. He's trying. Like, that's a good teacher to me. Yeah. Um, do you guys have any extra notes on this episode? I mean, my big one is just that I I love Topanga with all my heart. She would be a Jersey ghoul, like, in real life. Like, she's so feminist as fuck before feminism. She's my spirit animal. That's my big note. Okay, but here's Don't my one know. problem with her. Here we go. No, it's in its slight. So, okay. So the boys are taking off their yeah. robes. It's, you know, the weird audience wooing. And then they look at Topanga, who's got her big robe on. Yeah. And, you know, they're like, well, do you have a wetsuit on? (laughs) (laughs) She, she, if she, she takes her robe off like a fucking pinup. She takes it off. Watch it. Fucking watch it. She kind of does this like little shimmy and she's like, 
Huh. And that's when they're like, Don't you know, you fucking yeah. slut shame. I will. I will slut shame <laughs> your spirit out. I'm going to I'm going to disagree with you Thank and I'm going to disagree with you because in a previous episode with her hippie uprising, she was taught to never be ashamed that's of right. your body. Talks about how they have naked weekend time in the family house. Which is a little weird. <laughs> I missed that episode, but so yeah. I'll but digress. She, she does not okay. care about her body. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, because my note was... There's no shame in her game. Just because <laughs> 13-year-old Jackie wouldn't have owned it like that. Who said that she wouldn't? <laughs> 13-year-old Jackie would have done much worse. Yeah. That's <laughs> Oops, my top fell off. No, that's wrong. That's wrong. That's not true. But I also say that Are she... we all going to get arrested? I guess I'm not... I also really say that it. she's a really awesome role model for girls. No. Fuck you, read my handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so because you're sitting with two girls, the real question is yeah, here. Here we go. Team Corey or Team Sean? And it's Team Sean all day, every no, day. No, it's Team Neither One of Them. There was not enough Eric Matthews in this episode. This is true. Oh. Eric is the king. Oh. Eric Eric brings the best of both worlds. Uh, I believe... But I am court. Like, I, I am self-aware that I am court. <laughs> oh, like, no, I've never longest... found a savage attractive. That's, you can't do that to yourself. For the longest time, my brother and I would both use the same profile picture on, like, MySpace back in the day, oh. which is the picture of Eric, or of Corey pointing at the camera and it just says, hey, I'm Eric. Average. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my exact note is not enough Eric Matthews, and now that I am a grown up, I would totally wreck Alan. <laughs> yeah. No, I haircut. Do it. Yeah, he'd have to cut his hair back yeah, a little yeah. bit. But like no, I would. Uh, 30, yeah, I was gonna say for '94, yeah. he's still rocking an '88 haircut. Oh, yeah. God, yeah, yeah. Um, he, speaking yeah, of 1994 hair, oh my god. The boy haircut where it's like long on the side and parted straight down the middle. Oh, like the I always refer to it as like the Leo. Yeah, yeah. Oh god. Oh, that did it for me. Yeah, that did it for me. So so while you guys are still nice and nostalgic, the next the the big question at the end of every episode is this: What is your like personal connection with Boy Meets World? Do you have one? Was this a show that you used to watch, or is this the first time you've ever really sat down and watched an episode of Boy Meets World? No, I definitely watched Boy Meets World, but it was one of those things where. I enjoyed it, didn't relate to it at all. Like, I had Full House. You know, I had Step by Step. I had the more girl-centric things. I did enjoy this. I did also always get a kick out of any time Corey wore a Phillies jersey or, like, they mentioned Philadelphia. I'm like, oh, oh, that's my city. That's my city. That's how I I feel whenever (laughs) Tina Fey pops up on SNL. (laughs) And she'll say, like, Conshohocken or Wawa. And I'm like, I know what those are. (laughs) Although I call bullshit. They are such fake Philly. Like, they don't have the accent. They They don't call it water. They don't like. Yeah. They don't riot when they win things. Like I'm still gonna make that joke. I don't care if the Eagles won or not. Like they're not real Philly. Like they're suburbs Philly. Yeah. But yeah, no, Nate. How about you? Uh, I don't know. I think I kind of resented Boy Meets World wow. because his family is so good. My family. Shit. <laughs> I was like, ah, this isn't realistic at all. What you just let the girlfriend move in with you? I know there's extenuating circumstances, but. But I've seen I've seen more than a few episodes, and I didn't hate it. I didn't hate the show. No. I watched tons of Full House. I watched tons of Step by Step and Family Matters. I just feel like this show, having sat down and rewatched old episodes of Full House and Step by Step, 
This one happened. definitely holds up a lot better than those two shows. Yeah, that yeah. was definitely going to be my note. Like, I watched the other ones, and I just cringe at what I grew up watching. But this one, like, really held up. I watched yeah. a few. I got suckered into watching a few more, too. <laughs> and I gotta say, like, besides my love for Topango, which is what always kept me back, like, yeah, I because I came from such a crazy background, it was always so nice to see such a cool, uh, supportive, loving family. I was like, I want to go to there. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're going to wrap this up, because we've got probably hours of podcasting ahead of us. <laughs> but uh, where can people go to check out the podcast? Uh, you can find us at jerseyghouls.com. We also have our podcast on iTunes and now SoundCloud. Ooh. And yeah, you can also just search Jersey Ghouls on Twitter, on Facebook, and on YouTube. All right. Well, thank you so much. Go check Thanks them out. Thanks for having us. Yeah, of thank course. You. Uh, we'll be back next month with another episode of Playing With Squirrels. Dead. Here. What are you doing? I gave these to you. No, I don't deserve them. At least not yet. Just uh, hold on to them for me now and give them back to me on the most important day of my life. When will that be? Whatever day you give them back. <laughs>